Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine, and we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story, and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Episode 81, how to overcome the fear of putting yourself out there. I am super excited to talk about this because if you've been following us for a while, we know we tend we tend to t talk to the fantasy addict who's out there dating like a crazy person. <laughs> but we know those of you that super love the podcast are also those of you that are hiding at home on Friday and Saturday nights telling yourself that you're fine you're fine not having a partner and you love your life and everything's going great, but you actually deeply desire a partner. You're afraid to admit that and you're afraid to actually put yourself out there. So this one is for you. And we're really going to pull the, the veil back, the curtain back that the fear of putting yourself out there is a fear of vulnerability and a fear of rejection. And where we're going to start is to remind you the truth about rejection. Kate, take it away. <laughs> it's all a facade. <laughs> rejection, and I know we have touched on this in previous episodes, but this, I, I hear women say this so often, like uh, my friends all the time, I'll catch them like, oh yeah, oh, it was, I went to this job interview, but I was rejected. So, oh, this thing, but I was rejected. I was rejected. So over and over and over again, like, let's just look at the psychology of what this is doing to ourselves. We're saying over and over again, I was rejected. Someone chose something else over me or someone else over me. That means that they rejected me. You're not good enough, right? It's just reinforcing our childhood beliefs, our childhood wounds that were formed when we were little and something didn't go the way that we imagined it would, or someone shut us down or left us out. And we form these beliefs, at, you know, that we're rejected, that we're not good enough, that we're not that worthy, that we don't matter, that we're not lovable. And so I believe by holding on to this word rejection, it, to me, it just feels like a victim word, a loaded victim word that somebody did something to us. But the mm. truth about rejection is all rejection is, is you telling yourself a hurtful story as to why someone didn't choose you and that it means something about you. And the reality is other people's choices have nothing to do with you. Even if they're with you in a relationship and then they go choose to be with someone else, it still has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them and what's happening inside of them. 
and whatever their patterns are and whatever their soul journey is and wherever they're pulled to be, it's nothing to do with you. But the reason we feel rejected is because we believe these stories that other people's choices have something to do with us, but it has nothing to do with you. And so in those moments, like when somebody doesn't choose to re-engage with you, somebody is texting you and asking you out and then they stop or they, you know, I hear this a lot. Oh, we're texting and then they just stop or they, um, or they, you know, you're in a relationship and somebody chooses to leave. That is a, that is a pivotal point for you to get to choose which way to go. You get to choose whether or not you hold on to the story that that, their choice had something to do with you or, and this isn't to negate your feelings. Of course, you're going to feel grief and pain and loss and sadness when things don't go the way that you imagine them they're supposed to go. But ultimately, all it means is that person is no longer aligned for you because if you're no longer aligned for them or you're, or if you're not aligned for them even to begin with, they're not aligned for you. Yep. 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 And the, the emotional maturity, I mean, this is why this episode was so important to me. You're not afraid of putting yourself out there. You're afraid of what might happen if you do, which is some people won't like you. Some people are not going to be aligned for you. Mm -hmm. Some people are some, I essentially teach that rejection is someone else's boundary. And if you want a healthy relationship, you better be able to have boundaries and handle boundaries. And your someone else's no is a boundary, just like when you say no, it's your boundary. And it doesn't mean anything about that person's good enoughness or love ability or how wonderful they are. And you, you said it before we hit record. So this is Kate's of usually the people who are afraid of other people's no are the people who don't know how to own their own no. Right. And really, for me, the drama of dating, dating gets dramatic, dramatic because of emotional immaturity, because of the inability to accept the givens of dating, which is not everyone is going to be interested in you. And chances are you're not interested in everybody else, too, babes. Like you're not out there swiping right on every single person on the dating app. But let's call it for what it is that the people that actually usually end up in loving, amazing partnership are the people that are willing to take the risk, the people that are willing to accept the givens of dating, which is not everyone's going to be interested. And every single no brings you closer to your yes. And no, you don't want who doesn't want you. Like, stop. <laughs> like, you're not interested in the person that's not interested in you. Then it's not aligned. Then it's not right. And that'll lead us to vulnerability. But you look like you have something to say. <laughs> I know that face. You know me so well. Um, it. I, I just wanted to say, like, I think that when women have feelings for someone, there's an assumption that that means something. Like, as soon as you start to have feelings for someone, it's like you. It, there, there becomes an assumption of what where it's going to go and an attachment to where it's going to go. Yes. But yes. just because you have feelings for someone doesn't mean they're going to be your partner. It doesn't mean you're going to go on a second date. And when you learn how to, how to practice being with your feelings and welcoming your feelings, but not attaching story and making meaning of where the feeling's yeah. going to go or what the feeling means, or same with painful feelings. It's like when you can learn to actually just welcome all your feelings and not have your feelings be attached to any yes. 
to any outcome. Like it's, I mean, the art of dating is I I love to, to eat with my clients. I, we often talk about calling it connecting instead of dating, even for all those women who are hiding right now, it's like, you could take the word dating out of it and just say, Oh, you know, I'm going to go on and I'm going to go on some connecting experiences because I want to meet more people and I want to experience and notice what happens within myself when I'm on dates. It's a way to deepen your understanding of your own patterns. It's a way to deepen your connection to yourself. It's a way to meet new people who knows what that experience is meant to be, but it's what causes dating to be so painful is our attachment to where it's supposed to go. Our attachment to I am dating. I'm putting myself out there because I want a partner. Okay. You can desire a partner. You can desire partnership, but when you're attached to going on a date to find a partner, it's going to, (laughs) it's it energetically, it's going to push the thing away because you're actually, or it's going to call in the wrong energy for you and misaligned partner because you're trying to control something that's actually totally out of your control. And you can show up, you can show up fully in your heroine in my speak, you can show up fully in your most expansive, most expressed self and use dating as a way to practice showing up and noticing where you collapse and noticing where you hide and noticing where you're scared to be vulnerable and real and where you hold yourself back or pretend to be someone you're not use dating as a way to get to know yourself so intimately because every it'll illuminate everything everything all of your patterns is such a great way to study yourself and get to know yourself but it's like that it's the trying to control the experience trying to control the outcome that causes it to be an issue in the first place so if you are hiding right now and you're afraid of rejection afraid of it not working out for you it's like let go of it working out for you let go of any of it and just go in for the experience i just had the most amazing experience last week. Um, there, this past week, I have been living in a house with my friend in Costa Rica and no Sara, I'm still here. And I was supposed to stay with my friend for the majority of July till I fly home. And she's supposed to be in this house for the whole summer. And we got a message last week saying there's been a family emergency and we have to fly home and we need the house and we don't know how long we're going to be there. And my friend is a hypnotherapist. She's so go with the flow. So like just trust life. And she's, it's taken her a long time to get there, but she, it's been so beautiful to walk this journey with her. So both of us were just like, okay, this thing happened and we're moving. Where are we going to go? Places are kind of hard to come by and no Sarah because it's so busy and popular. And so we were like, let's just trust the divine. And a friend of us invited us on a trip. We ended up going on this magical trip Mm. to these hot springs. I got to see so much more of Costa Rica and on a five hour drive to this beautiful place called um, La Fortuna for those of you who've been here. And it was the most incredible drive, most magical trip. We had the most beautiful synergy between the three of us. Now we're back at my favorite hotel where we spent my 40th birthday this year. And we're heading back. We just found out today that we get to move back into the house for the rest of my journey tomorrow. Um, And so it was so beautiful to watch how we did that because most people, saboteurs and little little kid inside, of course, that would, something like that would happen and they would be attached to, oh, but that's not what was supposed to happen. What was supposed to happen is I was supposed to stay in this house, enjoy my last few weeks here relax, like not move, not have to like, and they would stress and they would argue with reality. And the the same, I share this story because it's the same thing that happens when we're dating. The reason you're so terrified of dating is because the old paradigm of dating is I'm dating to get a result. I'm attached to the outcome. I'm trying to control. 
I don't want to feel hurt. Mm-hmm. I don't want to feel, you know, my own insecurities, but like you're hurting yourself more by not allowing yourself to have the experience and trust that life is going to bring you exactly the thing that you're meant to experience so that you can become the woman that you're meant to become. Like that journey I just went on wasn't planned, but the universe wanted me to go on it. And it was such a magical unfolding and a practice of non-attachment of like, wait, I'm not, I'm not the universe. I'm not in charge of how my life is going to go. I can show up for myself fully. I can have desires. I can, but like the attachment to it is what causes all suffering. Right. Right. I keep thinking about, as you told that story, I was thinking of the phrase like rejection is redirection. And Mm -hmm. I I know we were trying to move away from the word rejection, but that was very healing for me, especially in early sobriety, because I was somebody who was hooked into everything, right? Like I codependency is I need external circumstance to go the way I want it to in order for me to be okay. That's why emotional mastery and emotional maturity is so essential and what is all of my work is about. Like that's the ground because you are the common denominator, right? You're what we don't have control over is life, but what you do have control over is you. So for those of you that are saying, I'm afraid to put myself out there. This is an inventory of what is my relationship to know to other people's boundaries? Do I have the emotional maturity to actually say no? Because it's on you to be communicating your needs and desires and truths when you're dating. And it's also on you on how you hold yourself, right? We don't have control over how it's going to go. So now when you're afraid to put yourself out there, that's actually what you're afraid of, right? You're afraid of the uncertainty. You're afraid of the actual patience that's required as, as your life unfolds, right? And the people who are the most surrendered, and this doesn't mean that you give up your desire for partnership. It doesn't mean that you waste time with people who don't want a relationship in the name of I'm learning a lesson and practicing dating. <laughs> this, you, this isn't like, and watch out because that's your inner child. All or nothing thinking is 100% of the time your adaptive inner child. And so I love that you, you brought up about feel if I, can I just have my feelings without needing to do something about them? So the joke I make with clients is this is impulse control. Like that's emotional maturity. Can I have my feeling and not need to immediately act upon it? Not immediately need to know how the other person feels about me after one fucking date. It's one date, right? A great date doesn't mean that they are even capable of being a partner, with you. So again, I hope this up, you do feel called out in this episode because you're not afraid of putting yourself out there. This is actually calling to the table, your relationship to other people's boundaries, your relationship to yourself and, and self-trust, right? How do you move through life? And a lot, I have the full spectrum of clients, but I'm thinking of my clients that will say things like, oh, I've got it going on. I love my life. I love myself. Everything's really great. So I don't really know if I want a relationship. And it's, well, wait a second. You're saying that because you're super freaking comfortable right now, right? And yes, putting yourself out there will put you into discomfort, will put you into uncertainty, will put you into risk. Welcome to relationship. On what fucking planet other than the old paradigm of love is now that I'm married, everything will go exactly as I planned. There will be no uncertainty anymore. My partner will never say no to me. Um, 
I'm sorry. My husband better be able to say no to me in order to have a healthy functioning relationship. I celebrate when my husband sets boundaries and when he says no, otherwise you're in codependency again, if you can't ever say no, or if someone can't say no. So all the skills of dating are the skills of relationship. And that's why your relationship to yourself matters so much. Yes, 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 yes. And, and coming back to the if you're afraid of putting yourself out there, like what let's unpack what is putting yourself out there mean online dating is only one way. Right. It's one way. But, you know, so many of our episodes talk about like, who are you being in the world? Who, yes. what, like everything you you desire in a partnership or, or are hiding from is like, when you get honest with yourself, if we had a magic wand and you could have, you know, if you could have your life as it is right now, but it'd be even more expansive, more aligned and, you know, beyond what you could possibly imagine in sharing that with someone in whatever way feels good for you. I have a friend here who is, what does she call herself? So- sovereign polyamorous or something like that. Like her, her priority is to self first and that's her Mm. most important relationship. But then she's, she's, um, divorced recently, like three years ago. And she's just loving having multiple relationships. Like it's so much and, and coming back to trying to control our reality, you don't know who you're going to be in the future, but allow yourself to dream a little bit. And like, who do you need to become? So when I think of putting yourself out there, like putting yourself out there also looks like you getting into alignment with yourself, you surrounding yourself with people who you feel amazing to be around that you, you feel comfortable sharing vulnerability and Mm -hmm. being who you really are. And you, you don't feel like you have to hide parts of yourself, like start there, start Mm -hmm. with your community, start with who, who am I surrounding myself with? Do I actually feel nourished by these friendships? Do I feel Mm -hmm. nourished? I love that word. I love that word. I know it's one of my favorites. Do I feel nourished by where I live? Like me being in Costa Rica right now is me nourishing my soul. I needed a shift in environment. Do I feel nourished by the foods I'm eating? Do I feel nourished by the experiences I'm, you know, mm. the places I'm going? And and I love that you brought in comfort zone because our your heroine is not in your comfort zone. Like in order for you to experience all of who you are, your comfort zone, so much of your comfort zone is your conditioned self. It's your false identity, your saboteur, your inner child running the show. It's who you think you are, what you think you need to stay in order to be safe. But growth doesn't come from staying in the comfort zone. You get to meet yourself when you stretch outside of your comfort zone. So if you're afraid to get into a relationship, if you're afraid to make out with someone again, if you're afraid to, to have a conversation with a man who you find attractive or a woman who you find attractive, if you are afraid, do the thing, like right. do the thing that you're afraid of. Cause that's where you get to become more of who you are. That's where the reclamation begins, where you get to start reclaiming those disowned aspects of yourself. Cause they're hidden in the space outside of your comfort zone, not in your comfort zone. And, you know, just, I, I think about like, we can have our dreams and then also get excited about what this, how the story is going to unfold. You don't know what's coming. And, and there's a part of our, you know, in human needs, Who's, who's the higher Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins is human needs. Okay. So that one of them is certainty and one of them is uncertainty and, um, uncertainty is the, the map part of the magic of what unfolds and certainty. Like we don't have certainty. Like we need to have some level of certainty. Like I know I have a place to rest tonight. I know I have 
food. I know I have money in my bank account. I, and, but we also need as human beings to thrive, we need uncertainty. And like, that's the beauty of your story that's unfolding. Like you have no idea what's coming. So instead of trying to control what it's going to look like and being like, okay, well, I, I guess I'll put myself out there so I can have a partner, so I can get married, so I can have kids, so I can get a house, so I can like and mapping it all out versus I wonder what's coming. I'm so excited about what's coming and getting clear on how you want to feel and becoming that woman, becoming the woman who walks through. Like I, I think of myself walking down the beach with my heart open. The, the day in Costa Rica is the most lit up, the most turned on, the most alive, the most in my body. And I was walking across the beach and a man came up to me and said, wow, I just had to come up to you. I've seen you four times and you are so beautiful. And I was like, wow, thank you so much for sharing. Mm-hmm. And it, it went so deep and it was so impactful, those words, but it happened not because I was in my head and I was stressed out and I was at the beach trying to get a suntan. So it look attractive. And I did it like, I wasn't trying to control anything. I wasn't trying to meet someone. I wasn't trying to control anything. I was just in my body, in my experience. And it was just a, a beautiful exchange. And it allowed me to remember, oh yeah, I'm in my hair when the universe life reflects back to us by people complimenting us, by beautiful opportunities coming Mm -hmm. our way, by meeting new people, by meeting aligned partnership. When we are in alignment, when we are, you know, walking through the world with our hearts open, but also our, our sovereignty and our boundaries in place and being willing to say, thank you so much. It's a no for me, but I appreciate the compliment or whatever. Like it's like having being energetically aligned with your soul self and who you really are. That's when you become open to love. So if you're terrified of online dating or it's just a no for you in your body, that's okay. You don't have to online date like opening up to love doesn't, but it's like, are you walking through the world with your heart open? That's the question I would have you ask yourself. That's the best like reminder of what the truth of it's an inside job yes. means, right? Like the life reflects what's going on in your internal world, but where most people put all of their attention is controlling external circumstance and controlling other people. And for me, I don't think life is, it's never about being fearless, like, I, no. I, I mean, let's remind if you all knew how long it took Kate and I to like actually freaking hit record for our first episode. Like we talked about the pot. I mean, we, we each had our own growth edges to come up against. And so no one is expecting you're watch out for the part of you that expects perfect, right? We yes. have a whole new thing of, I have to be perfectly ready, you know, in order to meet people I have and to, to perfectly date. love myself. No, no, you don't, you know, you do have to not hate yourself. Right. So this isn't about an abdication of like, I, I can just, you know, do whatever I want without any emotional maturity or relationship to myself. Mm-hmm. However, right. You, it isn't about only online dating. And it also isn't about, I'm putting all of my attention and focus on other people. Mm-hmm. The question, whether you're been in a relationship for 20 years, the question is always, who am I right now? Who do I want to be today? How do I want to behave as a partner? And most people can be so fixated on the idea of partnership that they miss the person right in front of them. You know, I have a client who her, their, her friends tried to set her up with someone for two years. No, no, no. She's very, very, not my type. No, 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 no. She works with me. Six months later, she goes on a date with that person. They are now married. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like the person could be right in front of you, but where, where you are in yourself is in your conditioning is in all of your stories. And I love this. Like 
right? What is putting yourself out there? It actually is opening your heart. Mm -hmm. And when you have an open heart, it means you're going to feel everything. It means that you're actually going to have to ask for help. It means you'll have to tell the truth about how you're feeling and what's important to you. It means you will have to share what matters to you, right? We think vulner vulnerability is not sharing your fucking childhood story on a no. first date. Oh my God. Vulnerability is this is who I am. This is what I love. This is what I'm passionate about. This is the kind of relationship that I dream of. That is vulnerable. Vulnerable is also calling Kate and I and saying, I freaking need help figuring this shit out. <laughs> like vulnerability is letting yourself be seen. You know, I, I wrote this week, you know, it's revealing who you are and the people who are willing to reveal rather than conceal are the people who find the right partner for them. Yeah. And everything you do when you're dating are the things that you must do when you're in relationship. That doesn't stop. Why do relationships fall apart? Because people start hiding. People stop telling the truth. People start, stop setting boundaries. They just let everything go in the relationship rather than actually having a connection to themselves. And so I really care about breaking this idea that like, oh, there's one aspect of life around dating and then one aspect of life when I'm in relationship rather than the skills of relationship are all across the board. I love the word nourishment because very few people are really taking inventory on how fulfilled they are in their life because your partner cannot be your everything. And you're going to be afraid, but are you choosing love? That's consciousness, right? Our habit actually is choosing fear, right? Many people are well-versed in that habit and you want to know the fastest way to learn is repetitive learning. So if you're afraid of putting yourself out there, you're afraid of dating, you're, the more you do something, the better you become at it. So our work is all about breaking patterning and conditioning. You're all just very well-versed in the certain way of behavior. That's why signing up for a program or signing up with a coach is such a powerful transformative aspect because you start doing something differently than you've always done it, but you get better at it, right? It's not hard for me to have difficult conversations with Andrew, not because I was really great at it when we first started dating. It was a little bit hard in the beginning, but now it's easier because that's the mode we live in. There isn't all this intensity. So usually the people that are afraid of putting themselves out there, you've just had a habit of not for a really long time. So let yourself start taking steps. You don't have to throw yourself out of your comfort zone and sign up for five different apps. Please God, do not be on five mm -hmm. apps, right? And please God, don't go like running around town to every bar in your town and like tell yourself you have to go out every night in order to find a partner. But it's recognized like, okay, what are the doable steps where I don't put myself into terror and like a freeze response, but that, yeah, I start taking risks. I start meeting new people, right? I let people in my life see parts of me that maybe I've been hiding, right? My work and my friendships is asking for help in my friendships more. Like that's my growth edge. So it doesn't even have to be about relationship, right? You can open your heart in so, so many ways. And I love the beach story because it wasn't like you decided to go to the beach so that you could get a compliment from a man, right? It's like, well, I decide so first. Exactly. Or to me, it's like, again, trying to control like how to meet people, even online dating. It's like, 
a, a lot, it's hard to relinquish control when you are doing something that's actively with the intent to find a partner. Whereas, you know, of course that's why you sign up in the first place. But if that, if that's your, if drive. you're attached, if that's yeah. your drive and you're attached to the result, it will affect your ability to be in your heart, to be connected to your truth, to be present within yourself when you are dating and to bring yourself fully because right away it activates so many patterns because we're trying and so many saboteur of the saboteur archetypes because you're trying to control um, the experience rather than just allowing the experience to be what it is, allowing yourself to learn how to be. This is to me, vulnerability is being with what is and yes. being willing to share where you are. So like I'm, you know, I remember when I first was overcoming my fear of public speaking, I would get on stage and I would start with, I'm feeling a little bit nervous right now, but I'm so happy to be here with you. And that, so that was just me speaking to what mm. is happening inside of me. And then it dissipated, the nerves would go away. And that's how I, I mean, I did some deeper healing as well, but that's how I got over that fear because I just spoke to what the thing was. So if you're on a date mm. and you're feeling nervous, instead of acting like you're not pretending. and pretending you aren't or like running or doing whatever you would normally do, just share like, mm. Hey, um, thank you so much for meeting me. There's a part of me that's feeling really nervous right now, but I'm so happy to be here. Or I'm, there's a part of me that's feeling uncomfortable. It's like just, and until, you know, for the women who are scared to put themselves out there, in my experience, these clients are usually the ones who are the most uncomfortable with their feelings and the most disconnected from how they're feeling yes. and from them, from yourself. Cause if you're afraid to really, you're afraid to be seen. If you're afraid to put yourself out there, you're afraid to be seen. You're afraid to like be intimate it, like maybe mm -hmm. sex is fine for you but intimacy is a totally different story where into me you see where someone you feel like people can actually see you yeah. and so practice being seen and sharing like practice I mean first step I would say is to practice welcoming all your feelings you're feeling nervousness put your hand on your heart and just say I welcome you nervousness take a breath just notice it be with it, allow it to be there. And oh, it, our feelings move. They're like waves in the ocean. When we resist them, when we fight them, when we try and repress them, they take over and the undertow sucks us down. Yeah. But when you welcome like, oh, I have some anxiety this morning. I wonder what you're here to tell me. Welcome anxiety. Like, I'm just going to be with the anxiety. I'm going to allow it to be here instead of thinking like, why am I anxious? Oh my God, I'm anxious. I got to do something about it. Like we're always arguing with our own current reality. So the first step in being comfortable and vulnerable with other people is learning how to be comfortable with the vulnerability inside of you, even the vulnerability of having a crush on someone, of feeling turned on by someone, like that's vulnerable. So yes. like, welcome it. Okay, my heart, it doesn't mean this person is my future husband just because I have feelings inside of my body. Bask in those feelings, enjoy those feelings. Oh, here's some turn on, welcome, turn on, enjoy it. And then start to practice sharing your vulnerability with your friends, sharing like, Hey, I'm feeling a little nervous. And the more you practice just letting people into your world, this is for all the isolators out there. Cause I assume there's a lot of isolators and <laughs> who are afraid to put themselves out there, like letting people into your world, you'll know when someone's safe to let in and when it doesn't feel good. And then you start to like, actually just surround yourself with people mm. you feel good to be around. And then same thing when you're on dates, if you don't feel comfortable welcoming someone into your world, then they're not welcome in your world. So goodbye. <laughs> like, right. Period. Right. And if they don't welcome you into theirs, yes. goodbye. Yes. 
right? It's not like now we're back to, I mean, I love that we essentially started this episode about emotional maturity and now we're ending about emotional maturity because this is the work. But if you are, it's always coming back to for the 10 billion time, it's your relationship with yourself, period. And no one can meet you deeply if you have not met yourself deeply. And I, whenever I think about that it, yes, it's about being comfortable with your feelings. I always laugh. I'm like, we think we want love, which is through the heart, but no one is ever in their heart. Yeah. Right. Like you're not going to find a relationship if you won't go to your heart and your feelings live in your heart. Yes. Right. And if someone doesn't welcome you into their world, that's not a reflection of you. That's yeah. not about you not being good enough or you not being lovable. It's a reflection of that person. And that takes consciousness and, and maturity to be able to see that way. Cause a child can't see that way. A child takes everything personally. If you take everything personally, that's a sign that most of the time you live in your adaptive child state. So this was an epic episode. We hope you now feel the courage to live with an open heart, no matter where you are in your life. And maybe even to reframe this idea that you're not actually afraid of putting yourself out there, right? To get vulnerable to the truth about what's going on for you and what you want and what your capacity is and where you might need some support and where you might need some accurate reflection from friends or a coach. And for those of you that haven't been dating for a while, see how exactly what you do all day long is connect with people, right? Most likely you're very well versed in connecting just the second you say dating that amps up all the stories and the drama. And then you take yourself more seriously than you need to. And also remember a relationship can look however you want it to look. So if you, you know, the old paradigm is, is the story that there's only one relationship. There's only one way that's, that's, that we're supposed to experience and it's bullshit. And I'm, I'm loving being here and seeing all the different types of relationships. Mm. Um, And that's it. Like it can be whatever you want it to be. And it's going to be, it's going to blow your mind. And it's going to be so much more than you could ever imagine when you're actually just open to receiving whatever the universe has in store for you. So if you're afraid of being locked in a box, just remember, like for those of you who are shut down from putting yourself out there because you're afraid of relationship being a box, a relationship gets to be whatever you want it to be. That's the new paradigm. So you're in charge. Yeah. Like, stop acting like this is something that happens to you, yeah. right? Because even that, to- like, oh, I'm afraid of being in a box. Last time I checked, if you want to be in a relationship, you're one part of it. Yeah. So you get to decide. You yeah. have the right to decide what's best for you and make sure you know your truth before anything else happens. You know you first. So we love you. If you loved this episode, let us know. If you have a friend who needs to hear this episode, share it with her. And we'll see you next time on The New Truth. See you soon. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to The New Truth Podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, You can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.